What are the four worst traits of a running shoe if you have a Morton's Neroma? Well, that's what we're talking about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. And one of the most common running injuries you can get is actually a thing called a Morton's neuroma. And a neuroma is just an irritated nerve. When it first starts, it's just a little bit irritated, maybe feels a little bit weird. In fact, in one of the original descriptions of the Morton's neuroma, it was described that you have this sensation of wet leather being stuck to the bottom of the foot because the nerve's just getting aggravated and it starts to make sort of little erroneous signals being sent to your brain. But as it progresses, it becomes more and more uncomfortable. You may just get pain when you're running. You may get numbness, tingling, burning between the toes. There's a bunch of different things that can happen, but they're all contributed by irritation of the nerve because you're either squishing the nerve or you're moving it too much in a way that basically causes friction around the nerve. So there are good things about running shoes and bad things about running shoes that could actually help or harm and make the neuroma worse. So we're gonna talk about those today. The first thing is, is that if the running shoes are too flexible, for example, if you have a truly minimalist shoe and you have an aroma and you're running in a way, your running form is such that you actually really have a lot of motion where the toes come up a lot, the heel comes high off the ground, well, all of that motion can actually move the nerve back and forth across the inner metatarsal ligament and irritate the nerve. In addition, if the way that you run, your foot pronates at the end range of motion, it can basically squish the nerve as it moves back and forth between the two metatarsal bones on either side of the nerve. So when the shoe's too flexible, that's generally not great. The second thing is when they're too narrow. For many, many, many years, there have been lots of descriptions about how cycling shoes and rock climbing shoes, which are both notoriously narrow and tight fitting, can squish the nerve from the sides by the bones squishing and squeezing the nerve and irritate it. So if the shoes are too narrow, that can really irritate the nerve. The fourth thing is when the shoes are too hard. Now, I actually started to get an aroma one time where I was wearing some approach shoes, which were made to wear on the way to a rock climb that were very, very stiff and they didn't have much cushion under there and basically carrying a heavy load with a lot of gear and ropes and all that stuff, it was actually irritating the nerve. And so if they're too hard on the surface inside the shoe, that can bug you. Sometimes a little bit softer insert can make a big difference if you have shoes that you think are just too hard. And the last thing is when the shoes are too flat. And what I mean by that is when you look at the shoe from the side, for example, if you look at this shoe, it's flat here, curves here, right? And then it curves up toward the toes. So if it's really flat, like this, where it doesn't really bend at all at the ball of the foot, that's bad because when you walk, you know that your foot has to move like that. And if it's really flat, your foot has to move more against the shoe, increasing pressure and friction of the neuroma at the ball of the foot. So when you look at the running shoes, if it has more curvature under the forefoot, that's generally better. When it's flatter, it also means that like by definition, the shoe has to be more flexible. 
So you want to make sure that it's not too flat, that it has some curvature, that it has some stiffness. So when you look at it, you can check the torsional stiffness by rotating it side to side, seeing how flexible it is. You can bend it and make sure that it really bends easily at the toes and not in the arch. If you bend it and it folds right in half in the arch, way too flexible. But those are some clues and those are really the top four things that I see that are the worst traits of running shoes if you have a Morton's Neuroma and you're trying to continue to run. Now, if you like this episode, please like it, please share it, and I'll see you in the next training. Listen, no matter where you are in your running injury recovery journey, if you feel stuck, if you're losing your running fitness, if you're confused about what to do next, I created something for you that can really help if you're recovering from an injury and you don't want to get left behind. Take the running injury quiz to figure out exactly what's needed to speed up your running injury recovery right now. It's free. You can go get it at docontherun.com quiz. So go check it out and I'll see you there.